0: Oh I love Thursday mornings. I can hear the music. Da. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, I won't sing. Melanie Miller, she's a great singer. So if I start singing, she's going to say, keep quiet. Welcome, guys, to to the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. Good morning, my friends. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, Just makes everything so much more fun to prepare and deliver. So this podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds, is all about this chapter. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Um, It's always, you know, sparking up the next level how far can i go and today's chapter is called the rate the The razor's edge and i think the razor's edge what what is this and then looked a little bit more into it well it's about the powerful concept that separates individuals who achieve extraordinary results from those who struggle to reach their full potential and of course i'm in tupperware for 41 years right and melanie of course i you know in my mind, I went through all of that. It's sheer hard work. Like, honest to God, guys, I don't know what Melanie and Marie-Pierre are going to tell you. But for me, as I was getting the podcast ready this morning, it's that relentlessness. It's that um, perseverance. It's that uh, sheer hard work morning afternoon night evening sometimes melanie i was thinking when we started a new project when we did the shopping center i mean there was one week we calculated with monique we had 13 hours sleep out of 168 hours sheer hard work sheer hard work guys like you know You have no idea. And I remember driving back from the mall. We just had opened up Carrefour Laval, one one of the biggest malls in Quebec. I was so tired, Melanie. I was so tired. I was falling asleep at the lights. Sheer, hard work. I don't know how to explain it to you guys. And then I remember another event that we went into that, you know, we had never done before. I had no clue what I was doing. But I remember I said, "Mohammed, give me five minutes. I have to sleep. You know, sleeping standing up. Well, I, I'm standing up. I put my head on my forearm and I slept for five minutes. Sheer hard work. That's all I'm going to tell you guys so I, as I'm preparing this podcast. guys. So you really have to want it. I don't know how to explain it to you. Uh, going to my next is is part of my DNA. It has ne- never had anything to do with money, but money's always been the measurement. It's always been the measurement because I, I say to myself, if I'm actually growing and if I'm actually going to my next level, shouldn't my income grow too? And if it's not, it means. I'm stuck somewhere. What is it? What what do I need to do? So throughout this chapter cuz we're going to cover it in two segments, maybe even three, maybe even four. I have no clue. We'll see tonight what happens. Today it's really the introduction. Uh what Bob says, Bob Proctor, the writer, the author of Born Rich, uh says challenge ch- challenge challenges throughout the chapter he's going to challenge us to examine our beliefs, our choices and our habits. If we, we truly want to unlock our full potential. Melanie Miller is going to explain today, is going to begin explaining today to demonstrate that edge. So everybody's going to walk away understanding truly the edge. And it's really a fine line between choosing, you know, security over risk, between, uh, choosing growth over the familiar grounds. You know, it's over, you know, sticking to the people that, um, Are not going anywhere because you know it's comfortable versus always changing your entourage making sure they're pushing you to be the best version of yourself ever heard that statement if you're the smartest person in the room there's a problem okay and how many people like to stay in a room just because they're the smartest person person in the room. Anyways, Marie-Pierre, I got a glimpse of her exercise. Uh, she's going to help us tap in that limitless potential and create meaningful change in every aspect of our life. So I'm really excited to get that document in my hand. I'm all about writing and uh, photocopying the document. So throughout this chapter, we will see powerful stories of individuals that you may know, or even ourselves. Marie-Pierre, um, Melanie, we well, also going to dive in a few examples of ourselves and how the that razor edge that you know that calculated risk that pushing themselves to the next level by them embracing discomfort um, made them have and achieve remarkable transformation. I would love Melanie if you can talk about the marathon runner presently, because it is a, an actual story right now. What it requires, like you, like you have to understand that when I I, I decided that you know our business was going to grow, I had a cleaning lady seven days a week. I had a full time nanny at home. Like uh, it requires laser focus. It requires laser focus, but I'll leave that in the hands of my friends. But before we move on, please take the time to share. And I thought of this question, feeling bored? Question mark? Share. What do you guys think? Melanie, Marie Pierre? feeling bored? because i'm never bored okay so feeling bored and share the podcast and i'll leave you in the hands of marie pia for a couple of seconds to share with us the contest and who are our top five that will get logoed items written the millionaire of the diamonds podcast leveling up and being the best version of ourselves is our mission i can't wait to work on the logo with you marie pia yes (laughs) Gonna be fun, okay. So,
1: yes, our top five month to date. We have number five, Louise Gautier, number four, we have Danny Chartrain, number three, we have Patricia Brousseau, number two, we have Lise Boucher, and number one, we have Jacqueline Stockley. So if the month ends. For example, today that w- would be our top five that will get the um, gift, L'Emiliana diamant exclusive gift. And yes, every time you comment with six words and more, you get a ticket in the draw to one a of a value of uh, more than three hundred dollar. So every time you comment, every time you. And post a reaction on a publication a thumbs up a heart when you do a reaction every time you will post on the group L'Emiliana de inspirational group so it can be an image a video a live every time you post and the last way to get tickets in the draw is when you invite someone new to the group that person accepts the invitation and will post on the group to say thank you to Louise to have invited me on the group and both of you will get a ticket in the draw Oh,
0: I love it. I love it, Marie-Pierre. And and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It is so inspiring for me to scroll down uh, our group, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. Talk about a group where you get what you signed up for talk about a group like i'm scrolling Marie pierre melanie miller and i'm saying okay this is exactly what i expect out of groups because sometimes we join groups for a specific reason but it's not exactly that that's going on in the group this is the group to level up this is the group to stay inspired because you know there's not tupperware meetings every single day so i'm lacking a little bit of inspiration i need to be motivated that's my job but the outside world can inspire me i go there i read something one sentence maybe that least print posted uh the minute live minute with marie france one of the beautiful stories with jacqueline stockley patricia brusso and all of you guys and there boom i'm a highly motivated person it just gave me that oomph i needed when i was feeling a little bit discouraged in this hour right so it's really about the right now so my friends once again thank you for your generosity for welcoming everyone on the podcast on podbeam i'm telling you it is so um welcoming to say oh my god they noticed me walking in actually sometimes what it happens my brother once said i wanted to leave but because so and so said hey dominic you're there i couldn't leave anymore <laughs> Aha, commitment. So thank you, guys. Thank you, Matthew, Sylvie, uh, Lise, everyone working on that. Thank you. And now, here is Melanie Miller and Marie Pierre for some thought provoking insights and actions that can help us achieve unimaginable heights. Over to you, Melanie.
2: Thank you, Maria. This morning, um, I had a lot of fun and probably the reason I was here dead on eight was that I kept going down rabbit holes, right? Anybody else do that? You start looking at something and then you want to know more about it. And before I knew it, I was looking up the results for the hundred meter sprint for the last 20 Olympics. Anyway, all that because um, we're talking today about the razor's edge. There is a fine line between winning and losing. Uh, And sometimes there's a fine line between winning and being the last. And so um, I wanted to uh, find out more about that. So in 1944, Somerset, W. Somerset Maughan wrote a book called The Razor's Edge. And of course, now I want to read it, right? <laughs> because now I can see that this is something that I would be interested in. And it was made into a film in 1946 by Daryl F. Zanuck So I've never heard of Daryl F. Zanuck And so another rabbit hole, who is Daryl F. Zanuck And it turns out that he's actually a very famous director and has made a lot of money and has produced many amazing films. Now, these guys, Somerset Maughan and uh, Daryl Zanuck, they understood the difference between what people can accomplish um, while there are some people that just don't quite accomplish it and uh, both of them were very successful in their own right and all around them at that time there were other people writing books there were other people making films and yet here we are in 2023 we probably wouldn't even have a clue who they were because maybe they produced one book that wasn't that successful or they tried one film but they were doing the same things. But what made it that Somerset Maughan or Daryl Zanuck became successful people? Many people, you hear them say, and I've heard myself say it too, and I slap my wrist when I do it, I'm gonna do something, right? I'm gonna do it. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. And then you actually don't quite do it, right? Uh, or people say i was just about to do that but you beat me to it that's what they're saying in their head but the reality is they may be just about to do it but they were never going to do it right they're never actually going to do it and maybe they almost did it right is that nothing i almost did that and so um why is it that one person will really do it and other people not won't and that's that raises educating. educate um, in an exam how is it that one person passes and another person nearly passes okay they get 59 and the person who passes gets 60. I mean there's only one point in it how much extra effort could have the 59 person have made to get them into the 60. I mean that's the reality it's all about what you put in to get out the result there is no excuse to fail an exam I'm sorry I mean I failed an exam once in my whole life and I was so shamed Um, but we were we were doing a uh, subject called pharmacognosy and I found it dreadfully boring and we used to sit in alphabetical order and the three people who are either side of me clarkson and chiplin because i was a church um we all failed one got 21 one got 22 one got 23. that was all about mucking up in class and not listening when we should okay so there's a reason that people don't make it they don't put the effort in that they should so in the olympics there are many many examples and i'm going to sh- share with you an astounding one even more astounding than the one we read in the book um and in the in the 100 meter sprint in the last 20 olympics um the difference between the first place and the last place is less than 0.3 of a second but I mean, we can't even understand 0.3 of a second right it's it's really really short and so how is it that the person at the beginning of the person who won actually won it and one of the the um the the most amazing things about um the olympics is in 1972 in 1972 tim mckee was competing in the 400 meter individual medley. Now, those of you that know swimming, that's a heck of a long swim. That's a 100 meter butterfly, a 100 meter backstroke, a 100 meter breaststroke, a 100 meter front crawl. And at the end, two people touched the end at the same time. One of them was Tim McKee. And when he looked up, as the swimmers do, they look up at the scoreboard and he saw first tim mckee first but in second position was Gunnar lassen of sweden who had exactly the same time as him how could that be so what they did was the at that time the way they measured it was measured in hundreds of the second computer that was guiding the the um screen actually measured in a thousandth of a second so they did a quick review and guess what tim mckee was second he lost by point zero zero two of a second two thousandths of a second right now after yeah in the 400 meter individual medley i mean you can imagine in a sprint but in that race anyway so this was um the moment where actually the olympic committee said we can never judge a person on 0.002 of a second so you'll find now they only go to a hundredth they'll never go to a thousandth of a second but in that case i would say the razor's edge was so unfortunate because the guy got the silver medal and we all know getting the silver medal at the olympics it's not a fun thing you want to be the gold medal winner and i would say in that case the two of them probably put the same amount of effort into it because they were just so brilliant sometimes the prize money that is given to first place winners is much more than the prize money given to the second place. And it doesn't necessarily uh, give a um, corresponding um, level of achievement. So often a first place winner may win, you know, by a, a point one of a second. Um, and I was looking at the U.S. Open in tennis. And if you win the U.S. Open in tennis, you get 2.6 million if you if you come second, which means you've always already won lots and lots and lots and lots, you get 1.3 million. It's not really fair, right? And I, I noticed in the in in golf, they've actually changed the way they do their prize money so they have a total pool and it's divided and done in percentages which is quite an interesting concept for prize winning but um having said that uh the razor's edge between being first and second is like such a thin thin line that's why razor's edge is is such an appropriate name for it But maybe you've grown up with the feeling that some people have it and some people don't. And because some people are better than others, they are going to get abundance in life. I just want to tell you now that that's absolutely rubbish. Um, In, uh, I think, Ethiopia, where Kipchoge lives, he doesn't live there now because he's training here, he came from nothing from a village with nothing. And now he's the number one um, long distance or number one marathon runner in the world. He worked, he had training, and sure now he has professionals training him and everything, but he had a desire and a, a will to get to be the fastest man. And he is now trying to break the official two hour marathon record which is like beyond imagination Um, and he's already broken it once but it wasn't recognized as official so he's got to do it again and of course he'll do it again because he knows he can do it Um, and he is somebody who's going to change he's going to move the razor's edge and he's going to take uh, us on to the other side The idea is false that some people are born better than others. It all depends on what you put into it. It doesn't mean that anybody could be a sprinter. I I don't believe that. I mean, people are made differently. I'm like less than five feet tall. My legs are just not going to be able to go fast enough to compete with somebody else whose legs are going as fast as mine, and they're six feet tall, right? That doesn't mean I can't do my best, but it does mean that in some areas, you're not going to be your best. But in your life, you can be your best. You have control of your life. You have control over what we do. And in our business, we have an example of somebody who's making more than a million dollars a year. Is she really special? Well, yeah, she's special to me, but she's not like an an amazing person in terms of if you met her in the street, you would say, wow, she's gonna be a million dollar earner. She's an amazingly hardworking, following advice, looking at what opportunities to take and working with intention, working with a, a desire to be better than she was last week and that is all we can ask of people all we can ask is that you are constantly in a state of being a better version of yourself that's what maria does all the time she reinvents herself sometimes she does it so fast that the rest of us are wondering what the heck is going on now But she does it because she wants to be the best version of herself. Annie Marchand, who is our over million dollar earner for several years now, is somebody who wants to be the best version of herself and she constantly works at it. And because she's done it, there is no reason why any of us can't do it. We all have to keep in mind that it's a razor's edge It's a decision between what we choose to do and what we choose not to do. There are no shortcuts to success. So each person's path is gonna be a little different, but it is possible. Nobody is identical to anybody else and you need to be looking out for what is the razor's edge for you. What is gonna take you from where you are now to where you want to be in success. There's something that's going to speak to you. There's something that's going to give you an opportunity. And maybe it's not doing what you're doing now. Maybe it's going to be something completely different. But there's a razor's edge for you, and you have to decide to cross it. So um, now I'm going to pass you over to uh, Marie-Pierre, who's going to tell us how to cross it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Melanie. So yes, I will start with a simple question for you. So do you take every opportunity to push yourself to that place in beyond where greatness happens? Because remember, like we said, it's probably just one idea, one effort, one step that will make the difference in your life. For example, just getting out of bed one hour earlier in the morning could be the racist age difference which you uh, would permit you to realize your dream. So we want to keep improving our performance every day because when you think about it, the majority of people, for example, read, learn to read at a grade 6 or 7 uh, level. So, we learn to read, and by the time we have reached that grade, we never improve our reading skills from that point in our life. So, once people have become uh, just at the basic of any particular field, they usually stop learning. And, of course, from that point forward, they cease to improve. Or maybe you say, no, no, I want to be in the top elite in everything I do. So maybe like Maria said this morning, Oh, I love to learn new words and improve my vocabulary. So yes, you can, you learn to read when you were really young, but you can improve your reading. You can improve the, uh, the pace you are reading the, all the words that you know, always learning more words to improve your vocabulary. So it's true for every given field. So, it's true for most people. So, it's obvious that you can rise above with a little extra effort. So, the people who put that extra effort are the same people who can demand and will receive the land share of the income in their field. So, taking this into account, consider the job you are doing now. And ask yourself, how good am I doing it? And how much better could I be? So realize that if you would study your uh, chosen field for one hour per day. So you decide, okay, I will do one hour per day that I will uh, study to become better. In five years, it would be actually the equivalent of a full year concentrated study. So this means that by the end of the first year, you can stand among your peers, your peers like a giraffe in a herd of field mice. <laughs> so you don't need to do a tremendous amount of studying to gain that understanding you re- require, because again, the difference between knowledge and ignorance may be as fine as the razor edge. So the factor which will catapult you into the big league, which will multiply your income, will be in your your own ability to persist. So the next time you step out to do something and uh, going gets tough, just remember that the razor's edge difference for you could well be your own ability to persevere. So just try one more time with enthusiasm and you could watch your accomplishment go from very ordinary to very extraordinary. So now, the exercise that we will have to do after the podcast, of course, I know you will not be able to answer me right away. I know, I know. <laughs> so your exercise will be to list for you six actions that will be your razor's edge that you will implement that will make the difference in your life. When you made that list of the three, make sure that you start with one. Don't try to start the six at the same time. You will not do anything at your best. So start with one. So for example, I found for you a document with 15 ways that you can stand out in a crowd. So number one, by your discipline. So be disciplined because yes, most entrepreneurs are people of impulse and most passionate people live by feeling so. Those who understand and practice the art of discipline can channel those impulse into something of substance. Number two, it's know yourself. So that means go get feedback from others and learn as much as you can about how you come across. So now you can stand out. Number three, be conscious. So Showing up consciously means always being on time, honoring your commitment, being prepared. So nothing is more powerful than an individual acting out of a well-developed consciousness number four develop your self-confidence so be confident so when you truly believe you can create what you envision and when you're not afraid of the obstacle that confidence will automatically make you stand out from the rest number five practice listening with people who matter (laughs) <laughs> Learn to listen and truly listen and uh, to work towards a deep understanding and hear what's being said beyond the words too. Number six, it's cultivate the emotional intelligence because too many Smart people don't know how to manage their emotion or relate to others well. So emotional intelligence will attract people who are looking to connect with someone who has their hack together and who's competent and capable. Number seven, be responsible. So be the kind of person who responds and remembers to follow through. Most people drop the ball and don't follow up. So respond to email, calls, requests, and inquiries as soon as you can. Number eight, (laughs) lead with excellence. So (laughs) let people know that quality is a core value that everything that you do, you do with excellence. So leading with excellence prepares you to develop high quality work and makes you stand out as a professional. Number nine, always be of service. So being useful, being helpful is an important aspect of making a great impression. Number 10, don't make everything about you. Few things are more boring than a self-centered person. So when you met someone, make the conversation about them, not you. Number 11, be kind to everyone. So lots of people are only nice to those who can do something for them. So stand out by treating everyone as important and interesting, even those who can uh, can do nothing for you in return. Number 12, be prepared. So when an opportunity turns up the person who is ready to and be uh, and able to be part whatever needs to happen will always send up. number 13 be a master co- collaborator so be a great team player number 14 love yourself it has nothing to do with ego but a confidence and uh, uh, within you that elevates your relationship with everything else and the last one number 15 be inspirational so passion for life will attract other to you so it can be one thing one simple thing that you can use in your list of six <laughs> for being uh, make that extra effort to go
0: where greatness will happen for you Oh, wow, 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 guys. I just love, love, love. Thank you so much, Melanie. Thank you so much, Marie-Pierre. I don't know, guys. Go write down your takeaway. Uh, Tomorrow, we're going to continue with more aned- an- antidotes, Anecdotes? Anecdotes. There's the word, you see. I'm working on my vocabulary. There you go, Marie-Pierre. More anecdotes. Maybe if I just read it, you know, by syllables, I would have gotten it. Okay. Uh, they will inspire us to make what we want at a life a reality. Thank you for your beautiful explanation, Melanie Miller. I visualized it. I felt it. Thank you. Those are the inspiring stories I'm looking for. And yes, success isn't a matter of chance, right? It's a result. It's definitely a result of your 15 points, Marie Pia. Like honestly, I was, I was listening to each one of them and I'm looking at a few people in my own company and I'm saying, Oh, this is why this is not going to work long term. Oh, this Is why for him it's not going to work long term. You know, you need to be very conscious about the choices you're making and you need to be very deliberate about the actions you're taking. Like Marie Pierre yesterday, she's very deliberate about doing one live sale a week, giving her more sales than if she were to have gone live several times a week. Like we're very deliberate. Uh, I I go back to expect more, expect more, and it will happen. Bob, Bob Proctor's message resonates deeply within me, for sure, for sure. Um, you know, he urges us to tread along the fine lines that separate our comfort zone from our greatest achievement. It comes down to comfort. A lot of us get stuck and frustrated in places because we're just not ready to get uncomfortable. Melanie Miller, how many times you say to yourself, oh, today, oh, I don't feel like it. You know, and we all do it, but because we hang out with with like-minded people that want to level up, want to be a better version, well, we push each other. Oh, Melanie's watching, Marie Pierre is watching, so you know, we push ourselves. So take a moment today to reflect on your own life. Go through the case, the the can- half French, half English. Go through the 15 elements Marie-Pierre just just proposed to us and see. Where am I on each one of them? Again, embrace discomfort, acknowledge your fears. You must acknowledge them and commit to taking a purposeful action every single time you get into movement. There's nothing more frustrating than doing something just because I want to check it off my list. And a lot of times, the danger of the highly, highly uh, committed people is this sentence that always resonates with me. The operation was a success, but the patient died. So it's, you know, the highly, highly committed like myself, I always say to myself, Maria, be very careful that you're not just checking off, a list to do and say ah great i did my list Mm -mm, mm -mm. i need to do things remembering that it's about the edge you know that little edge that's going to bring me to my next level so what did i do during this live to make it just a little bit better what did i do during this presentation to make it just a little bit better and i promise you guys the most incredible possibilities await you i can't wait to dive into tomorrow's podcast not only for you guys but for me because I'm working on my $280 million. I'm working on my 1,000 millionaires. And like you, I'm going to need more information to take it to the next level. Once again, thank you for joining us. And please, if you haven't shared, take the time to share. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye, everyone.